You're listening to the Morning Drive Podcast from Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3, recapping the night that was in the world of sports. A little bit later on tonight, uh, we'll have uh, the Astros and the Diamondbacks. That'll be at 8. And then the Rangers playing at Seattle uh, tonight. And also bringing some humor to your day. Was it pretty big? Yeah. I mean, it's impressive. It's, yeah. Was it fascinating? It was, I thought it was fascinating. It kind of smelled, but I mean. <laughs> Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. I got to tell you, Saturday night uh, on his way out of town, uh, Choice Woodman was able to get me a picture of the uh, sky bridge that goes over uh, the interstate into the stadium uh, or the, the roadway. It looks like an interstate. I think it is the interstate. It's a beautiful looking sky bridge into Jack Trice Stadium from one parking lot into the stadium. It's just how I imagine it over Indiana, Jamie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because they've got, they've got, it's enclosed, it's got a roof. It's not your standard text dot, you know, or standard, you know, Oklahoma dot, you know, you know, run of the mill, just walkway over a, you know, interstate. I mean, it's, it appears to be probably heated, would be my guess. Um, it's, uh, it, it's lit up. It's got uh, good, good glass panes. Um, but, uh, choice sent that to me as they were, I uh, guessing, uh, leaving, uh, Jack Trice, but that was, uh, it looks really, really cool. So it's, 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 it this would be one of the sites that I'll go visit, you know, if I ever won the billion dollar lottery and had an extra 10 or 20 million laying around that, that me and the lucky lady wanted to to donate to Texas Tech for the Skybridge. This would be one of the sites that I'd go to. Interesting. Architect rendering, stuff like that. I, I figured you'd find that, that interesting. Um, too bad for Tyree Wilson. Um, I get it. He's uh, uh, declared himself eligible for the draft. That announcement came yesterday. Uh, revealed that he broke a bone in his foot, and despite his best efforts to work through it, Multiple doctors have advised me to get it fixed immediately. Yes. Yes, that's what he needs to do. Um, he's got to stay off his foot. He says he'll be 100% healthy and get prepared for uh, NFL draft workouts. Where he says, I plan to be prove, continue to prove that I'm the best defensive player in this upcoming draft. Man, he gave you everything that he had. Uh, and it's too bad that he's not able to, to finish out his career. Yeah, he was terrific this year, no doubt. And last year, too. So... Uh, Good luck to him, and uh, so he is uh, he is done. He'll be honored with the other seniors uh, at Senior Day on Saturday. Now, I, I don't know how many they have. I don't know how many they have eligible to have. I don't know how many they have eligible to go through Senior Day that could then come back and be a part of Senior Day next year. But there's a number, you know, with COVID and everything. There's a there's a number of them. Mm-hmm. It's hard to keep track. Of. It's, it's hard. To, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Hard to keep track of. Will this be the end of the COVID players? Mm-mm. No, no, because that was the 2020 year. So you got 21, 22, 23, 24. You could probably go into 25 with this. Fun. <laughs> that'd be that'd be my that'd be my my guess. Uh, I I just saw the game live. I, I didn't. I was not in position to have my clicker to uh, to roll back. So if somebody texts in that. The Iowa State kick uh, right before halftime was actually tipped by Miles Cole, and then somebody else uh, tipped uh, sent in a picture of that. So mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't just luck, you know. But uh, 
again, great uh, great defensive play there for uh, for the Red Raiders. So, uh, if you have thoughts on uh, Texas Tech's win uh, over Iowa State, fourteen to ten, hit us up on the Eights Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t dot com. What kind that. of kind of clicker do you have? I was out of town. What kind of clicker do you have? Well, I mean, it's a, it's a remote. It's okay, like, a remote. I guess I, you know, used to call it a clicker because it it made clicking sounds. You know. Okay. <laughs> Mine's. <laughs> I don't. I guess it's not really a. It's just. I you know. I used to call it the. I think we used to call it the clicker when it, when it, when remotes first came out, and part of that was because. I you think know, I like was, I, I think clicker, clicker, and I think you with your handshake counter. Mm, mm. I think that is a clicker. Well, I had a number of people that wanted to shake hands and and uh, stuff on Friday night at uh, Two Docks. That was that was an awful lot of awful lot of fun to uh, to get. It's quite an honor for folks around town. It's, <laughs> it's hardly. Like, it's like hardly. one of the things you have to do when you come to Lubbock, right? You know, you <laughs> right. go see a tech football game. <laughs> right. You know, sure. You know, sure, you go eat those... fried cheese one place, sure. and you and go to Prairie Dog Town, mm-hmm. and and you shake Chuck Hines' hand. <laughs> it's like check, check. Right? Am I right, Jeff? Am I missing anything? Yeah, sure. Go see Buddy Holly's. Go see Buddy Holly's glasses. Take yeah. a picture with the glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, Prairie Dog Town. You yeah, mentioned, I mentioned that, that one. one. Yeah. Uh, Go get fried cheese and yeah. a calzone. He, he oh, and a calzone. And a yeah. calzone. Go get a calzone. Um, yeah. Shake Chuck's hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think that's it. I think that's, that's the highlight it. of the yeah, trip. That's the, too. the yeah. highlight of the trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what we mm-hmm. what you want is the 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 back-to-back with Chuck. Mm-hmm. You want the handshake and the business card. Yeah. Oh, and the conference. Okay. And if you can double up on the same day mm-hmm. at a sporting event and get get to meet Superfan and Chuck Hines on the same day, <laughs> two peas in a pod right there, then oh, wow. you are – it is – it's a red letter day. Man, it's all about it. Yep. It's a red letter day. Mm-hmm. That's the day to write home about. The uh, the other games from Saturday, TCU, number four in the country. They get a last-second field goal and win over Baylor, 29-28. Is this a team of destiny? I, I don't know. I just know they they made plays down the stretch. Well done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even down eight with – you get the ball with I don't remember about four minutes to go, and you come down, and you score a touchdown. And you don't get the two, and they just execute perfectly after that. I mean, yeah. Baylor offensively looked like they were playing not to lose on that next drive, and um, and TCU gets it done. They they get the stop. They move down the field. They kick the field goal. I mean, all involved. Good for them. Number fifteen, Kansas State, a winner uh, at West Virginia, forty-eight to thirty-one. We already talked about Oklahoma defeating Oklahoma State. Sooners winning twenty-eight to thirteen. Man, what a, like you said, what a strange game. Um, uh, Oklahoma State finally started to play a little offense there in the second half and really the fourth quarter, and uh, but just uh, couldn't overcome the twenty-eight points that Oklahoma got in the first quarter. And then Texas just throttled Kansas, fifty-five to fourteen in Lawrence. So. Um, Standings are it's all clogged up, Jamie, in the Big Twelve. You've got uh, TCU and K State up at the top, and then uh, Texas uh, is really the only team now that has a chance to get into uh, the Big Twelve title game. And then you have Oklahoma, Baylor, Texas Tech, all at four and four. Oklahoma, Kansas, three and five. West Virginia, two and six, and 
Iowa State at uh, one and seven. So there you go. Now you're just playing for bowl position. Do you have a bowl site that you'd like the Red Raiders to go to? Yeah, just remember with that. I mean, you can um, you can be ahead of some of those teams. It doesn't guarantee you that you're going to get picked for such and such a bowl. Well, I, I do feel like that because of how you've traveled over the years, you're going to do really, really well with that. You have an opportunity to get a pretty good bowl. Getting your sports day started the right way. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, breaking down the biggest games. If Texas Tech does not win the Big 12 Football Conference, who are you rooting for to win the conference if Tech does not win it this year? Well, busting some chops along the way. I hold back on sending you stuff. I mean, I'm very, very, very judicious. We spend three hours a day, five right? days a week together. Why, yeah. do, why would yeah. we need to communicate during the weekends <laughs> right. save we it for the show we, know. We, save, we do we save it for the show tune into the morning drive live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Lubbock Sports Station Double T 97.3 time for this day in sports history today is uh, November the 21st 2021 I think that's right yeah, that is 20, correct 21st here is Jeff McGuire with the day in sports history 1934 New York Yankees by minor league players contract Joe DiMaggio from the San Francisco Seals in the Pacific Coast League. It was a good decision. San Francisco Seals. 1949, Bill Veck sells the Cleveland Indians for $22 million. Because he was tired of owning the team? No. Because he was making a lot of money on it? No. Because he had to pay for his divorce settlement. Yes. Mm. Wow. $22 million in 1920... 1949. 1949. Wow. 1972, Red Sox Carlton Fisk wins the AL Rookie of the Year. Mets John Matlack wins the National League Rookie of the Year. One of those two is not like the other. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. 1973, Pete Rose wins the NL MVP playing for the Cincinnati Reds. 1982, the 32nd Winston Cup. Daryl Waltrip takes the title. Boogity boogie, boogity boogie, 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 boogie boys. <laughs> Let's go winning championships. I just broke Jamie. No. <laughs> I remember that term from back in the days, paying attention to NASCAR. And in 2004, Roger Federer of Switzerland wins back-to-back season-ending 10s Masters Cup titles with a 6-3, 6-2 victory over Australian Leighton Hewitt in the final in Houston, Texas. It is National Cranberry Day. Seems fitting that it's this week. Yeah. Do you like the... uh... Not out of the can. That's how I prefer it, out of the can. And that's fine. You enjoy your canned cranberry. I will. I will. Are you a fan of the cranberry at all? I am not. Okay. Mm -hmm. I used to love it as a kid. What happened? I don't know. Stopped loving it. (laughs) It's, It's also National Gingerbread Cookie Day. I'm a fan of the gingerbread cookie. I'm really a fan of the gingerbread cookie if it's soft. Yeah, not a huge fan. I mean, I'll eat one every once in a while, but I I don't love the flavoring there. Happy birthday to uh, WWE Bella Twins, Nikki and Bree, who are 39. 
Carly J uh, Carly Ray Jespin is thir 37. Goldie Hawn, 77. Michael Strahan, 51. Ken Griffey Jr., 53. Troy Aikman, 56. Mm. Cooper Rush, 29. And Hank Blaylock is 42. You're not, not a fan? Could not stand that guy. Okay. Yeah. Didn't Blaylock, like, have a snake in his locker for a while? Like he... Uh, like he kept it in the locker. That room, seems yeah. familiar. That, mm -hmm. that sounds familiar, yes. I, I, I have... I had a bad experience with Hank Blaylock for three consecutive days in spring training one year, and so oh, I, think I am you... not a fan. Okay. Yeah. I will mark him off the list then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on this day in 1864, legend holds oh. that on this day, Abraham, uh, President Abraham Lincoln composes a letter to Lida Bigsby, a widow and, her, uh, and mother of five men who had been killed in the Civil War. A copy of that letter was published in the Boston Evening Transcript on November 25th and signed Abraham Lincoln. The original letter has never been found. Mm. Scholars continue to debate the author of the letter and the authenticity, uh, authenticity of copies printed between 1864 and 1891. At the time, copies of the presidential messages were often published and sold as souvenirs. Many historians and art. Uh, Agree that the original letter... Archivist? Yeah. It just doesn't look like a word. Um, the original letter was probably written by Lincoln's secretary, John uh, John Hay, as Mrs. Bixie's loss. As for her loss, scholars have discovered that only two of her sons actually died fighting during the Civil War. A third was honorably discharged, and a fourth was dishonorably thrown out of the Army. Goodness. The fifth son's fate is unknown. And that is this day in sports history. <clears throat> All right. 6.51 this morning here on the morning drive. Uh, did you see uh, Jose Trevino showed up to his uh, kid's school the other day? I did not. Okay. It was uh, basically um, a it was little, career day. little yeah, career day. And he showed up in uniform. Yeah. Like All of it. All of it. including nice. Including his eye black and catcher's gear and everything. So... I think that's really, really cool. This is uh, like any other parent. Trevino showed up to career day to share with his son's class what he does for a living. It's good. It's <laughs> and good. you can see that his little boy is probably, oh, I would say five, six years old would be, would be my guess. So Very cool. Very, very cool. I mean, he's even got his, uh, you know, he's got his full catching gear on. So mm -hmm. anyway, I'm, I'm sure the other dads were like, how am I going to top that? Yeah, really, no doubt. <laughs> you got some dad in there selling well, you know, radio advertising. They're like, what do you do for a living? I sell air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know how you could top it. Okay. I'd be the Astros catcher. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Martin Maldonado. I don't know that uh, the Astros catcher was, uh, in, his son is in that class, or daughter is in that class, so it's... Uh, but that was, that's, you know, that's, you know, the fireman's probably going in there going, hey, I got this, I'm the fireman. And then probably got a policeman in there. He's like, well, I'm better than the fireman. And you got a doctor in there. I'm like, I save lives. And then you got Jose Trevino going in there. That teacher probably enjoyed the fireman better. <laughs> 6.53 this morning here on the morning drive. Nobody, nobody's ever wanted a uh, calendar of Jose Trevino. <laughs> uh, does the missus have a career day with the kindergartners? You ought to suggest that. 
I don't think she does. Okay. I don't think she does. Okay. Chuck, you still wouldn't get to go. No, I'm not. I'm not. Jamie I'm not, would get to go. I'm not pining to go. I was just curious if the, you know, you never know what kind of stable stars that she's got in her in her classroom. She's never asked me to go if the, if she does have one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of share with what uh, what you have uh, what you have yeah, going she on. She probably she probably gets hacks to go to her class. <laughs> <laughs> Although let's be honest, if you were to go have to talk in front of a bunch of people, that would be a fun group to talk in front of for you. Oh sure, I'd get them riled up and then leave. <laughs> Hand them all pixie sticks before I headed out the door. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk, just uh, incur the wrath of Mrs. Lent when yeah. she got home. Yeah, that, would, that probably wouldn't be well for you. <laughs> we'll talk uh, about the Cowboys' domination over the Minnesota Vikings. Who saw that coming? Nobody. Uh, Red Raiders will play basketball today in Maui. And uh, they'll take on Creighton, number 10 team in the country. This is as big a test as they've had all season long. Uh, as we've just getting the season started, obviously. and You know, a top 10 team. So... That'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll have it for you on 100.7 The Score and Double T 97.3 today at 12.30. And then tonight, Monday Night Football from Mexico, Cardinals and the San Francisco 49ers. No Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy will go for uh, Coach Kingsbury's Cardinals. Tonight, you'll hear it on 100.7 The Score. Your morning dose of coffee and sports. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 9 on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. Thank you for being with us today. With Jamie Lent, Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. Take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app. It's presented by Happy State Bank. We get this from, uh, from David. The wife and I had a great time Friday, even in the cold. Thank you all for a fun time, but still wondering who won the pool and how many handshakes Chuck obtained. Was there a pool for that? Didn't know. There was. Okay. I think Jerry won. Jerry won. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this, our Red Raiders showed a ton of grit in that Iowa State game. Absolutely thrilled with that ugly win. Right. Yeah, I would agree with all of that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I hesitate a little bit from calling it ugly. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. ugly to me says you kicked it around, and I mean, Pumped obviously, ball a bunch yeah, you turned it over. Interception. I don't. Obviously, your offense was not great, but with all those three and outs, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought the coaching staff managed it well. I loved how the defense played. I mean, I loved. Uh, it's hard not to. Yeah, I mean, I just loved how they just stood up time and time and time again, and you just felt like, man, is this. Is this when the is this when it breaks and they you know they go up the middle and they score? Well, here's the thing with me. I I thought our pass defense was not good at all. I mean, their receivers were constantly wide open, and then one guy, man, Hutchinson. Good gosh, how many great catches can one guy make? I know. Holy he, cow, he was terrific. He caught um, eight balls for 101. But it just so felt many. like they were always wide open mm-hmm. every time they threw the ball. That's why it was so confusing to me that they kept pounding it with the run when it wasn't working. Like every time they drop back to pass, They're they had like, a wide open receiver. By God, we're going to run this football. Yeah, and then they get inside the red zone yeah. and and it wouldn't work. They would try to run the football the whole time. Yeah, sometimes they do that. Now, credit your pass defense for coming up with some big plays when they needed to. Um, but man, it was early on in that game, they couldn't stop picking up their downs. You couldn't get off the field on defense. Mm-hmm. And luckily, they just missed field goals and then... You know, got inside the five and said, okay, that whole passing thing was working for us. We're just going to run now. 
Uh, here's what uh, Matt Campbell said after the game. He said with regard to the fourth down plays, I don't know exactly what is going on. I thought they were good play calls. It was more of a lack of execution and why that happened. Ooh, I don't know. There were uh, obvious, they were, they, those were obviously huge plays in the game. We were right there, plus you were playing field position. You were playing that game where you get the ball back if you don't have success in pretty good field position. We did it, finally had the opportunity to score and had the opportunity to put the game away, and we let that slide. Uh, here's what Joey McGuire said, his opening statement. Can't be prouder of my guys. We had two fourth down stops inside the five. Defense played great. Offense did what they needed to do. Yes. Did what they needed to do. The stat sheet isn't pretty, but W in the column for the Red Raiders is definitely pretty good. Yeah, you'll yeah, take that. You'll no take doubt. that. You'll take that. Uh, his veteran leadership. We lost maybe the best defensive player in the country. Didn't get to play in this game, Tyree Wilson. And for our guys to come out and play like they did, it just shows you the leadership of the old guys. I'm really proud of them to get six wins. Yeah. Yeah. All those all those things. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I, too, have been concerned with Shuck running so much with the history of his injury. However, he has endured this time around and avoided an injury on that cold, hard turf. Said a lot. Not worried about him being injury prone anymore. Go shock, go tech. Okay. Okay. Uh, defense by far the brightest spot on this team all year. Defense wins championships, right? That's what they say. No, we're just trying to get to a bowl game. No, I know. We got there. <laughs> no, we're not talking about championships yet. No, but in, in general, in general, defense wins, defense wins championships. So... Anyway, seven uh, seven nineteen this morning here on the morning tribe. We'll How about the fact that one promise from Joy McGuire in his introductory press conference is holding true for sure? We will play defense on in, the, in Lubbock, Texas. No doubt, exactly what we're doing this mm -hmm. year is playing defense in Lubbock, Texas. Yeah, yeah, no question, no question about it. Seven nineteen. All right, shift gears to the NFL just for a few minutes. How about the Cowboys yesterday? Goodness gracious, anybody see that coming? I sure didn't. I wouldn't have been shocked if they had won the game, mm -hmm. but man. I Kirk mean, Cousins just, didn't, didn't definitely didn't see it coming. Just several an times. Incredible beatdown of a good Vikings team on the road. Really impressive. Uh, Dak twenty two of twenty five, two seventy six, two touchdowns, no interceptions. How about Tony Pollard continues to impress? Fifteen totes, eighty yards, five point three average. Zeke Elliott had two touchdowns, forty two yards on fifteen, and then Pollard on top of running the ball, catched, uh, caught six receptions. 109 yards and two touchdowns. His just, longest went for 68. I just thought he looked terrific. I thought, I mean, he just had a burst about him. He looked really good. Uh, C.D. Lamb, five grabs for uh, 45 yards, and then Noah Brown had two for 42. I mean, it just goes all the way down. I mean, you had a number of guys get, uh, get into that. Yeah, but it's to, it, your defense is what won that game. Don't get me wrong. The offense scored 40 points, so they did their job. Mm -hmm. But... Your defense was all over Kirk Cousins. Even in plays where they didn't get the sack, he was rushed, he was hurried, he was thrown off his back foot, he was retreating, he did not know where their blitz was coming from, and it just goes to show how much losing your left tackle for the on the offensive line that you've been trusting all year, how much that hurts when you're facing a good pass rush. Kirk Cousins, 12 of 23, 105 yards in, uh, in passing. I, I think Jeff makes a good point about the defense, but I think this is one of those games where you clicked on, on all cylinders. I mean, your offense was terrific as well. They played a complete game. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, your defense was mm -hmm. phenomenal. No no question. They set the tone all the above, but I thought your offense looked great as well. Dak looked really good. 70 plays, 458 yards for the Cowboys. 
goodness, 307 passing, 151 rushing, um, six penalties, 39 yards, did not turn the ball over at all. And um, let's see, the Cowboys, I do not have their, oh, third down, they were 12-17, huge. 12-17. Mm. Meanwhile, the Vikings were 1 of 11. 1 of 11. Not good. Ouch. Not good. Not good. And uh, time of possession, Cowboys had it for 37 minutes and 24 seconds. Goodness gracious. There you go. So that uh, that, that gives you that. Uh, Chiefs playing last night against the Los Angeles Superchargers. They win 30-27. to 27. <laughs> Again, another comeback for Patrick Mahomes um, as uh, Chiefs got down um, they had, they, they, had, they had scored to take a lead of 23-20 after being down 20-16 to they were down 20-13 to at the half and then it looked like um, the Chiefs were driving uh, and they had gotten the ball to the uh, let's see They'd gotten the ball down to the 40-yard line, and there was a fumble, and the Chargers take over. And then the Chargers go down and score, and they take the lead of 27-23 to 23 with about a buck 46 left to go in the ball ballgame. Uh, the Chiefs get the ball back. And uh, Mahomes goes down there, six plays, 75 yards, takes a minute 15 off the clock, and they score the touchdown. It's almost like, it's almost like okay, how much time... How much time are you going to give him? How many is he going to be within a touchdown? And then how long is it going to take him to, to get down there? You almost take it for granted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is that just good? of how they're just yes, how good they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how good. and a lot of that. It, it, Pat was fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Travis Kelsey is oh, just he's, unbelievable. He's a beast, and um, he is the. I don't, I hate to say the modern version of Gronk because you know Gronk was here last, like two years ago. And doing Gronk things just that soon, so it's not like it's the he's the second coming of Gronk, but just how much of a weapon that he can be in this type of NFL. That man, it, it's hard to separate him and Pat. Just like it's kind of hard to separate Montana and Rice. Did you know that uh, Kelsey and Gronk are the same age? That doesn't surprise me at all. Gronk, because uh, Kelsey's been in the league forever. Gronk and Gronk was in the league two years before Kelsey, but they're both thirty-three. So just. Uh, just crazy. And uh, Kelsey last night, you know, he had uh, three touchdowns, six catches, 115 yards, and uh, the Chiefs get the victory. They move their record to 8-2 and two on the season. They'll host the Rams on Sunday. Your morning blend of sports. K-State is uh, coming off a big win over Oklahoma. Of course, the Red Raiders off their 37-34 overtime win over number 22 Texas and humor. Sure to tell them that you you suggested that, <laughs> and of course they got a big laugh. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Catch the show live weekdays from six to nine on Double T ninety seven three FM or on the Double T ninety seven three mobile app. Jamie's question of the day on Double T ninety seven three is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, 7.32 this morning here on the Morning Drive. You've had all weekend to think about it. What kind of question did you come up for me, Jeff, and our fine, fine listening audience? I think it's a hard one today. Oh, man. Who's the player of the game for the Red Raiders on Saturday? The player of the game. 
You wanna go first, Jeff? Okay, so Cup with a game winning catch. Mm-hmm. His only catch. His only catch. Mm-hmm. But and that's part of the problem. It, it, if he'd been more involved in the offense, then he might have been a slam dunk. Uh, you didn't have really any running back just dominate. Mm-hmm. Taj had the most yardage, but it it's not like he had 200 yards. Isn't it funny that 45. See, your two touchdowns are scored by guys in Baylor Cup who that was the only time we said his name all day long, right? Mm-hmm. Or saw him all day long. And Donovan Smith, who played one play. Yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to He actually him. played two plays, but I mean, he was involved in just the one. Okay. Well, I, I, he was involved. He was actually involved in the cup play. Um, he went in motion twice. That's right. That's and, right. That's but, right. So he was yeah. in. But Yep. You're right. Chuck played okay. Wasn't fantastic. His running at the end of the game really helped secure it. I think I've got to go somebody on defense, but everybody played well on defense. I, I, the de facto answer would be Tyree Wilson, except that he wasn't in this game mm-hmm. the way the defense played. So I'll go Merriweather. Why not? I mean, it's it's not like that's a bad answer. No, uh, it's not. I was going to say Tony Bradford. That's my answer as well. You know, just just his what he did along that defensive line and that that oh. big solo tackle that he made was just. Game saving, and he had he had three of them. Yeah, four total tackles for Bradford. He had the sack, you know, tackle for loss in there. So I, I just felt like with losing Tyree Wilson, like Jeff said, that's your de facto answer. With losing Tyree Wilson, you needed somebody on the defensive line to really step up. And uh, I thought Tony was terrific. I know he's one of the you know, the leaders of that team. Mm-hmm. And so with Tyree gone, you know that that role was probably, you know, a little bit more important this week. And I I, I just thought he, he played great. It felt like his tackles were big ones. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple things here from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, would have to be a defensive player, Merriweather or uh, Josiah Pierre. Okay. Um Somebody says this, a player of the game equals the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, David said Pierre steps up MVP. Okay. I mean. Josiah ended up having six tackles total, one tackle for a loss. Yeah. One QB hurry. One QB hurry. Right. Okay. So one of the other questions I was thinking about asking you guys, mm-hmm. and if I had asked you to say, you know, when was the game won or lost, and obviously you could you could – talk about the the touchdown that you but maybe more so of like an underrated huge play in the game Mm. okay so not the fourth down stops not the two touchdowns but how about on the last drive Decker's Decker's runs and he he's got what second and long and he runs gets it back to like a third and one and then there's a holding call and uh to me, that holding call was massive. Uh, ends up, you know, you back them up, and they're at third and 15 or whatever, and ultimately it keeps Matt Campbell from going for it on fourth down. And to me, that was just huge, right? And at the time, it would, if would you guys have gone for it on fourth and 15 there? No. I would have. I, I think I would have too. With only one timeout remaining? You're at the you're at the Iowa State. You're at the forty four. 
Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I am absolutely going for it there. I mean, because because at this at this point in time, the the Texas Tech drive started with two forty five to go in the ball game, and they had only one timeout. Yeah, yeah, they had one timeout because they got hurried, and they need they didn't need a field goal to tie it. They needed a touchdown. They had to have a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the the play you're talking about uh, was they, it was third and twelve, and Decker's rushes up the middle for ten, for ten yards to the Tech forty three, with uh, Pierre and Eldridge uh, in on the tackle, but then there's the holding call on Iowa State, so it moves the ball from the Iowa State forty seven to the Iowa State thirty seven. So now that sets up yeah. third and twenty two. And Deckers has to rush. He rushes the ball for seven yards to the Iowa State 44. Jalen Hutchings pushes him out of bounds and sets up fourth and 15 from your own 44. I, I'm with you, especially with 245 to go in the ball game. And, and only the, one timeout. And, and only if there's one three timeouts, timeout, mm-hmm. I might be with Jeff. Yeah. The other side of that, the forcing Iowa State to use that, other time, that second timeout mm-hmm. when they substituted late yep. and, and need, yep. that might have been the play of the game for Tech mm-hmm. even though it wasn't Tech that it was did helpful. anything. It was sure it was helpful. Because um, yeah. yeah. that really put them in a bind for the rest of the game at that point. And then how about Coach McGuire icing the kicker with a couple of timeouts back to Literally back. icing the kicker. <laughs> yeah, of course. And that's how I like icing the kicker, by the way. I hate the trying to do it right, be- right before they kick it. Course, because all that is is practice. Of course, here's the other deal, too. Let him get I mean, set up. He already missed one. I, I mean, I think it was the right thing to do. I'm glad Coach McGuire did it. I don't mm-hmm. know if it was because he iced him or no, no, just because like, he was the, having a bad day kicking. The concept of kicking it, I don't want them to even get close to kicking it because then it's a practice kick. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I get um, what you're saying. And he was, they were getting it set up. Yeah. Timeout right now. Yeah. You're going to sit there and think about it in the cold. Yeah, I, I think I think that was a good move by Coach. Somebody asked this question, and I meant to bring it up when I was talking about the Cowboys penalty situation, but they asked about the Tech penalties. Tech penalized one time mm-hmm. for eight yards. One time for eight yards. Yeah. That's big. That's yeah. big. That's called not beating yourself. Especially when how many times over the last 20, 30 years have we talked about you know penalties, untimely penalties? Mm-hmm. Now, they were very fortunate, uh, Tech was, that Weston Wright didn't get called for um, unsportsmanlike conduct when he shoved the Iowa State kid down. I mean, I, the, the, I agree. The, the, the referees were, I think he saw what happened and then saw what Wright did. And so I he mean, let two, it go. And let yeah. it go. I mean, you could have made it offsetting. Yeah. But they let it go. Again, very fortunate because in a lot of cases, you do not get that call, that non call like that. 739 this morning here on the morning drive boom 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 is next you're tuned into the morning drive podcast from double t 97.3 recapping the night that was in the world of sports that's not to say that they don't respect the run game that you have but you're talking about one quarterback leading the, the conference in passing so far this year and remember he didn't start the first game Right. still play a lot, though. And also bringing some humor to your day. I, I just don't want to disappoint you. I just, <laughs> as much as I disappoint you, I don't want to disappoint you in some things that you expect from me. Hear the show live weekday mornings at 6 on Double T 97.3 or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app. With Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you from the First United Bank studio in downtown Lubbock. Take your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Benchmark Hotline is open as well. 
uh, this morning at 806-771-0973. So you have uh, basketball today, day basketball with uh, Texas Tech and Creighton. 1230 uh, is the broadcast time. 130 is the tip time. If you want to do a late lunch, early happy hour, I guess, we'll have it for you on 100.7 The Score and Double T 97.3. I, I wish... I wish these games were later in the week, Jamie. I mean, the uh, you know you'll play today, tomorrow, and Wednesday, so you'll, you'll play three days in a row, and then the team. And then we get Thanksgiving, NFL, no, 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 and College I, I know, Friday, I know, and I, College Saturday, no, and NFL Sunday. Why do you, why do you wish they were later in the week? So that it'd be more convenient for me and others. Okay. I mean, later I, I, in the week would have them run into the Cowboy game. Yeah, or, I know, I, I know, I get it. You're, you're not wrong. Thank, isn't Thanksgiving Day all about watching the NFL? It is for you. Yeah, sure, sure. I mean, you got the you got the Bills and the Lions. They're in oh, Detroit. A burner. And then the Ratings Cowboys will be through Cow- the roof for that. Cowboys and <laughs> Cowboys and the G-men. We have five games on Sunday. I know. Yeah. Where would you like the men's basketball game to well, go? I, I I didn't say I was being reasonable. Okay. Well, where would you like it to be? <laughs> um, Ten o'clock on be, Saturday yeah, night, like yeah. the Lady Raiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because well, that makes a lot of sense. I, I'm if you wanted a game different game time. Listen, I'm I'm here to listen. Okay. But you got to have an idea just, where you would just, want it. Well, it just doesn't. I mean, it, it just doesn't work out for my schedule today to to do a one thirty basketball game. You know. Your work schedule. Yeah, my work schedule. Right? Yeah. My work schedule. Right. If only there was a device. Stick, that you a, could, stick a stick a VHS tape in your VCR and record it, and, sure. and then you can watch it well, later I mean, this I, afternoon or tonight. I'll be, I'll be in and out of my car. I'll be able to listen. I want to listen to Jeff Haxton and and uh, Clark Lambert today. They uh, from the from the beaches, kind of see how their adventures were, in addition to the basketball. Right, the football. <laughs> Which one do you are you more interested in? Jeff? I'm interested Be honest. In, I'm interested in the basketball. I'm also interested in, in the side the side trips. <laughs> I'm always interested in the side trips. You the know? Uh, the football broadcast was definitely reminding level what the temperature was in Hawaii while he was freezing on the sideline. Is that right? Almost all game. Almost all game. Well, uh, you'll take on a, a Creighton team that is uh, ranked tenth. They're four and zero on the season. Uh, they come off of a win over UC Riverside. Uh, they won eighty to fifty-one. That was on uh, on Thursday. Texas Tech. Their last win was over Louisiana Tech, winning on November the fourteenth. It's been a week since they played Louisiana Tech. It was last Monday night, sixty-four to fifty-five. Uh, Tech is uh, led by Kevin O'Banner. He's averaging twelve points a ball game. Daniel Bacho is the uh, leading rebounder so far. So, what's your what's your assessment of this Red Raider basketball team? You know, three games in, um, like to see them be a little bit more consistent shooting the ball. I'm not worried about the turnovers that much at this point, just with so many new players. I guess it could take a little bit of time to gel, but I definitely would like to see that number go down. Uh, I think Davion Harmon is your most important player. Maybe not your most talented, but your most important player. And like what we're seeing on the defensive end so far. Concerns uh, for Creighton. Or do you think it's more about you? <laughs> no, I think it's definitely about Creighton, but I'm not going to act like I know anything okay. about Creighton. Okay. I mean, they're ranked in the top 10. So 
the, the people that know say they're good. <laughs> what are you? I mean, what is your opinion of Creighton? What, what part of their game, like who you know, who's their secondary score that really scares you, Chuck? <laughs> I, I don't have an answer for. Yeah, that. yeah. I wasn't trying. What did you think you of their second half defense uh, in game number two of the season for I, them? Okay, I was I was not trying to put you in a bad spot. I'm <laughs> no, sorry. I, you didn't. I didn't think you did. I'm just I'm just being honest with yeah. you. I don't sit around watching Creighton games. No, I, I got I, it. I sit around watching. Friendship JV girls basketball game. You should call my, uh, my, my brother-in-law, who's already texted me this morning. He's a Creighton grad. And so maybe we should call Eric the Great, get his assessment. He's already texted you I'm this morning? I'm due for a nap. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> you want to send me that number? I'll dial it no, in right here. <laughs> no, 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 no. We... we we, we you don't. guys can just talk about your Thanksgiving dinner. No, we don't. Mention we don't, the game just a little bit. We don't, and we don't need to have We'd him probably on. be more entertained than Ryan, breaking down Creighton. Ryan Kalkbrenner is their leading scorer. He's at 16.5 points a ball game. They have four in double figures uh, that uh, this very, very early on of the season. And then they have a couple more guys that are right behind him at 7.5 you know, points a ball game. So, you know, it's... Uh, there's there's some concerning thing. Obviously, I mean they're obviously they're a good team. Right? Oh, great program. I mean, I mean they tennis success, all of the above. They right? they they score at will. I mean they're averaging almost 86 points a ball game. Um, they're holding their opponents to about 59. Now you can say, well, they haven't really played anybody, and I I get that. I mean, I I get that. I mean I get that they've you know had limited you know competition. This will be. This will be their biggest, you know, yeah, competition. Sure. Uh, Creighton has wins over St. Thomas, North Dakota, Holy Cross, and UC Riverside. Okay, so it's not like they've taken on the murderers row. Murderers row, you know, and we're we're kind of in the same same boat Me- here. Measuring stick for both teams. Yeah, Tech with uh, wins over Northwestern State, Texas Southern, and Louisiana Tech. I, I don't, by any stretch of the imagination, feel like the Red Raiders are is completely outclassed or anything like that. I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's a reason the Red Raiders are ranked and they've looked good so far. So, I mean, to me, this is this is a game you got a good shot. Uh, Creighton is shooting 50% from the field. They're shooting 40% from distance, Jamie. Oh, yeah. Nice. And here's the thing is on the turnover margin, they only average eight turnovers so far, eight turnovers a ball game. Wow. So they're, so they're plus four. And that's that has been a problem for the Red Raiders so far this year. They've only turned the ball over eight times per game through their first four. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Mm-hmm. That's very impressive. And so that that's been a that's been a problem for you know Texas Tech this year. Um, they're rebounding uh, at a clip of almost fifteen more than their opponent. Okay. So when you look at you know Tech's turnovers, you're you're averaging seventeen a game, and that's. That's one more than your opponent, and you've played weak sticks, all right? I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you'd like that to drop five you'd, or six. And, and, yeah. and, and that's what they've been, they've been working on, they've been, but they're concerned about that. Tech's also shooting about 36% from beyond the arc. Creighton's already made 43-pointers. Tech has uh, made just 19. Now, Creighton's 40 of 114. Red Raiders are 19 of 53. So my assessment on this is three-point defense, don't turn the ball over. Okay. Okay. As much as you can, and you're going to have to get some. You're going to have to get some rebounds. You're going to have to get in there, and and that's going to be a little bit of a challenge with not having your big fella. You've been listening to the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three.
For more from Lubbock Sports Station, go to DoubleT973.com.